0: Welcome to T1 Bite Size Coaching Questions. And in this episode, we take a look at the off season. Hey, thanks for joining. I'm your host, Matt, and in this episode, we're going to take a look at what athletes should be doing during their off-season. So if you're an athlete based in the Northern Hemisphere, so in Europe or North America, chances are you're wrapping up your last couple of races of the season, either about now or you've been wrapping them up the last few weeks. As a triathlon coach, one of the questions I get asked most often is what should I be doing with my off-season? How do I approach it? so obviously coaches union fully paid up i'm going to suggest firstly that if you have a coach that you follow their advice to the letter because they know you best but for those of you who aren't coached uh, or that coach yourselves i'm just going to run through a simple kind of three-step plan for how you can lay out your off season in order to set yourself up best for the season ahead before taking a look at what you should do let's first dive into what you should avoid And one of the biggest mistakes that athletes of all sorts make is that they finish the season feeling really fit, really motivated, maybe on the back of a really terrific performance or a breakthrough performance, and they want to roll that fitness straight through into the next season. The problem is that fitness can't just keep improving and improving and improving. At some point, it's going to plateau or it's going to have a significant impact on your health and well-being. So just make sure you don't fall into that trap. Having a really pronounced off-season is the best way to set yourself up for the year ahead. So let's dive into how you should do that. So as I mentioned earlier, I like to look at the off-season as three parts, three structured, significant blocks, which kind of cover six weeks. So two weeks per part. And the first two weeks is maybe the easiest to, uh, to get your head around mentally, but the hardest to actually carry out. And that's two weeks of nothing. No sport, no group rides, no social sessions. This is two weeks for your body and mind to recover as much as possible. If you feel the itch to be sporty, to be active during this time, ignore it. This is the time to sit on the sofa, catch up on the Netflix, catch up on work that you've been avoiding or chores around the house or spend an extra bit of time with friends and family that maybe you've been neglecting as you've been building towards your A race. So that's block one, two weeks of nothing. The next two weeks is what I call unstructured training. And this means that you're active according to feel. If you feel like playing Tennis or football or paddle, if you feel like going for a walk, or maybe even if you feel like doing easy Sunday coffee ride, you go and do it, but you don't commit to it, and there's no training involved here. This is just sport for the fun of it, exercising to feel good. and if you don't feel good, you don't do it. If this means that your two weeks of doing nothing becomes four weeks of doing nothing, that's fine. If that's what the body needs, listen to it. And the final two weeks is what I call the prep phase and this requires a little bit more thought. So what you really want to be doing is looking at your weekly structure going forward for the next big training block, so your sort of winter training block. What will your weekly training structure look like? So if that means that you're going to swim on Monday and Friday, you note that down. If it means uh maybe a bike on a Wednesday and a group ride on a Sunday, note that down. And for 2 weeks you're going to follow the same structure, but you're going to make sessions short and easy. So you're just going to get used to the frequency of the training, doing what needs to be done on each day. If you go to the pool, totally fine. If the first session is 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just enjoy being there, enjoy moving the body. If you do a ride at the weekend, an hour is fine too. Just get used to hitting that schedule for a couple of weeks. If you do all this, then after six weeks, you should be really ready to train. You should be itching to do a harder session. And that's when you know the time's right to start your winter training, your base period, which we can talk about on a future podcast. But the key is that you feel really mentally and physically refreshed and ready to go when you do start training again. And once you do start training again, don't look at the numbers. Don't focus on the fitness or the training that you've lost. It's inevitable and it's part of the journey and you'll build up quickly. In fact, you'll build up beyond the fitness that you had last year if you do a really good off-season. So I hope that's useful and will uh, give you a really strong basis for your off-season that you can use and apply to your own schedule and will result in your best ever racing and training season next year. So that's it for this week. Remember to subscribe or leave a comment, which will help others find the show. You can listen to all our episodes by visiting t1.captivate.fm. Finally, follow T1 Triathlon Podcast, or one word, T1 Triathlon Podcast, on Instagram, and that's where you can send us DMs if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.